You're listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible is Literature. Hi, this is Father Mark Bulos, and you are listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible as Literature podcast. This week, Father Paul continues his exegesis of Ezekiel as a background for his comprehensive study of Exodus, taking time to explain that the parabolic admonition of Jesus in Matthew can only be understood against the backdrop of the Hebrew terminology of the Mosaic Law. I am delighted to introduce Father Paul on the Bible as Literature podcast, Tarazi Tuesdays. See the beginning of the movie The Lion of the Desert with Anthony Quinn, who was playing the Libyan hero and teaching children the Quran. He was sitting and they were standing. And his first question, as I remember, all of you should watch these two movies of Akkad, the Sunni from Aleppo, who produced the Friday 13, but his crown is in the two movies, the message about Muhammad and then the lion of the desert. And his first question to the children was, why is it that the Quran starts with in the name of God, the all-merciful, the all-compassionate. That's a toughie coming from a mouth of a Muslim because you know how we Christians say Muslim. I remember when I was in Finland, someone, the, the word love does not appear even once in the Quran, but in our Bible, it's all over the place. That's why the Christians don't love anyone but themselves. We have to be careful. Let me quote. You know, although you don't acknowledge that, but most of you love my aside. So let me go to an aside. There is one of my former students who attends my monthly sessions still, so I won't mention his name. And he was interested. He heard that another one was going to the mosque and so on, just as a background. And that was his message. Father bless Abu Paul, except for Fajr, which is the dawn, the dawn prayer. I have been hanging out at the mosque since Ramadan started praying and reading. The commandment of Christ that the Orthodox priests asked me to disobey is obeyed here, so that is one less irritation and it encourages people to work out their differences. I have met converts, one from Christianity and Mormonism, who had carried a lot of anger but found peace in Islam. And please be careful to the last sentence. Christians might be so miserable because submission to the laws of God are not a thing for them. At any rate, 
as religions go, Christianity might have the theory, but Islam excels in praxis. Your obedient servant in Christ, and he signs his name in the Arabic spelling. There you go. I did not write this. I'm quoting it. To go back to our text, we have here the statement of God. What is in your mind? Remember, as I live, says the Lord God, I will not be inquired of by you. And it's the verb darash, studied. What is in your mind shall never happen. That's no papa, brothers and sisters. What is in your mind shall never happen. The thought, let us be like the nations, like the tribes of the countries, and worship wood and stone. And you could see that this is the main topic of 1 Samuel 8. They wanted to be like the other nations. As I live, says the Lord God, surely with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm and with wrath poured out, I will be king over you. And in the Hebrew, if I'm not mistaken, it's verbal. I shall king over you. I will bring you out from the peoples and gather you out of the countries where you are scattered. And immediately the Christians revel here. You see, we cornered God. He has no choice. You know, he created us. He has to settle for us. No way, Jose. With a mighty hand and outstretched arm, exactly as when he took them out of Egypt. And with wrath poured out. It's a beautiful text. The text is setting you up to hear it as though the wrath is going to be against the opponents, the way it was against the Egyptians. But this is not what happens in the Ezekielian Exodus. And I will bring you into the wilderness of the peoples. And their meaning to the eyes of the peoples. I will enter into judgment with you face to face. This is what uh, I was impressed with his coinage, a famous Roman Catholic German uh, biblical scholar referred to it in his book as the anti-Exodus. Notice, he noticed that. You cannot refer to this as Exodus because the one who hears you connects it with the exodus from Egypt where the ire of God was against Pharaoh and his armies. But this is not what you hear here. So it is not the same thing. It is not a repeat and three-peat and a four-peat. As I entered into judgment with your fathers in the wilderness of the land of Egypt, According to whom? According to Ezekiel in chapter 20. Which is also reflected in the story of the Exodus, where you would see how God becomes 
frustrated with some people at the head of them, Aaron and Miriam, the brother and the sister of Moses. But here it is more direct. As I entered into judgment with your fathers in the wilderness of the land of Egypt, so I will enter into judgment with you. And nice, I will make you pass under the rod. And I will let you go in by number. Notice the play on the rash. I'm going to study each one of you. And I'm going to keep a certain number only. I will purge out the rebels from among you. And those who transgress against me, I will bring them. Please listen to this verse 38. I will bring them out of the land where they sojourn. But they shall not. Enter the land of Israel. So this coinage by the German scholar as anti-Exodus is to the point. They will go out, but they will not go in. Then you will know that I am the Lord, meaning not your papa. As for you, O house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, Notice how he's making fun of them. Go serve every one of you his idols now and hereafter, if you will not listen to me. But my holy name you shall no more profane with your gifts and your idols. And hence the importance of Ezekiel. He was upset with the exiles because they were relaxing in Mesopotamia. It's a nice place to be. If we don't go next year back to Canaan, well, we'll do it the following year. That's not the intention of the God of Ezekiel. He's going to take them out of this land of relaxation, their new land. But my name shall not be profaned. For on my holy mountain, the mountain height of Israel, says the Lord God, and I would like you to listen carefully to us, there all the house of Israel, all of them, in Hebrew you have, kol bet Israel, kullo, all of it, shall serve me in the land. How is that possible? He destroyed half of them, and then all of them. It's because what remains is the totality of those who were supposed to remain. You have this in the book of Revelation. You have it also in our lingo nowadays. The army went to war. 7,000 soldiers died. And the army came back victorious. This is the way you look at things. Which means the one, and we're going to hear this in the law, he is cut off from the people, the one who sins. Forget about excommunicated. You have to hear it in Hebrew. Cut off. Hence, in the New Testament, you have that extreme parabolic statement. If your eye or your hand or your leg scandalizes you, cut it off. It's better for you to enter one-handed in the kingdom than not to enter at all. 
So let's take these things seriously and concentrate on us, not on them, as we do. Because you don't know whether you're going to be among the Israel that would reach the land. You don't know. There are no names mentioned here. There all the house of Israel, all of them shall serve me in the land. There I will accept them and there I will require your contributions and the choices of your gifts. As a pleasing order, I will accept you when I bring you out from the peoples and gather you out of the countries where you have been scattered and I will manifest my holiness among you in the sight of the nations. And you shall know that I'm your God when I shall bring you to the land. And notice how it ends. Relentless, this Ezekiel. In verse 44, And you shall know that I'm the Lord when I deal with you for my name's sake, not according to your evil ways, nor according to your corrupt doings, O house of Israel, says the Lord God. But again in theology, Oh, we the saved ones are made it and so on. God is nice. No! It's a process of judgment that was planned from the beginning, unlike the so-called first exodus from Egypt. It is planned. The Bible as Literature is a production of the Ephesus School Network.